<laughs> Welcome to the Alchemist Inkwell. <laughs> Guess what the topic is today? Uh, so magic. this is your spiritual podcast for grounded people. And honestly, what is more grounding than coziness, right? And yeah. good Lord, this you know, we've been talking about the Uranus North node conjunction, and then Mars kind of exacerbated it a while ago. Uranus, because it likes to go to the extreme and because the North node and Uranus are just chilling real close to each other right now, that is a good equation that leads to burnout because even too much, even a lot of excitement can make you need to have like a come down and a relaxation. So today we want to talk about cozy magic, ways to recuperate that are magical. Cause yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna say it again. Like, who? It is definitely. We were like, what should we talk about? And both of us kind of were like, can we just talk about like how to feel better? It's just the root of it. Yeah. Um. Basically, what's happening, and like on a core level, I just want to talk to this a little bit because a lot of people are going through a spiritual reawakening, probably post 2020. Um, this has kind of come to the forefront again, but it's feeling a little stagnant of like, oh my gosh, there's so much stuff we could do. There's so many ways to bring this out, but how do we do this in a way that feels aligned? It feels comfortable and it feels fun um, because the comfort and the fun is so necessary right now, especially the comfort and that cozy magic element is super duper important. So we wanted to talk to different ways to do magical things that just feel comfortable and laid back and chill and pretty much are just doing things you already do but making them magical yes um in a way that is concrete enough where you'll actually see development in yourself and it's not just like this will like you know charge your crystals it's not so much that element it's more of like hey this is actually going to make a concrete difference in your life and in your space but it's done in a way of you just incorporating it into what you already do Mm because to krista's point which we were talking about this before the call magic should feel like everyday life that's how it should, that's what we're striving to get to. That's how it should feel. And that's where we're, we're kind of going. And we're hoping this episode helps with that. Yeah. I actually believe to my core that everyday life is magic. We have just mm-hmm. made it hard. Yeah. And that, like, why did we do that? I have my thoughts, but the, the reason is there is no good reason. And it's totally okay. Especially with the world we are living in now, the world we are trying to bring forth, um, Another topic for another day, Emily, is how it feels like the healers of the world. You know, those, those of us that are like going around trying to make a better place, we're working on a less, like we're going to heal the entire collective and more of like, we're going to travel to places where we're needed and heal these little groups and how they're becoming a little bit more nomadic in that space. And that becomes a cozier sense of magic too. You have that kitchen, witch aesthetic of like, I make this thing. It helps this person one person at a time. And that way I'm less stressed but I'm still making a big difference. So you can know that you are doing that. And I really do think that's a good episode topic that we might touch on more when we have more time for it. But before you get into that, even taking on that responsibility, you need to know what it's like to create your own energy. You can't be giving off of yourself all the time. You have to be able to say, this is who I am. This is how I recharge. You recharge your phone every day and you're not going to let yourself recharge. Right. This is something we need to think about. Absolutely. And it's kind of to talk about it in like a book form, because I think this like helps. It's the difference between doing high fantasy, reading a high fantasy and reading a cozy fantasy. Yeah, That's the difference. And cozy fantasies, we've recommended some of them on here before, but just to give you an idea or energy, um, House in the Cerulean Sea, cozy yep. fantasy is all heck. Yeah. Um, this, so this is ever after. Yeah. 
cozy fantasy um legends and lattes which i haven't read but it's all over my for you page is very Next much like just a fantasy cafe <laughs> it's just little things like that a howl's moving castle cozy fantasy mm-hmm. um just things that aren't the stakes are low mm-hmm. even if the stakes are high air quotes like for the characters the reading of it is a low stakes and that's what we're trying to get with this magical energy is that does that make sense it makes total sense there's even this huge movement going on right now about like cozy gaming animal mm-hmm. crossing is your cozy game 100%. cozy grove is a cozy great mm-hmm. game um spirit fairer very similar yeah. to cozy grove i even find uh one recently for anybody who's looking for also games because their stories too um mm-hmm. breath of the wild the legend of zelda version heck yes that can be a cozy game um and it can be the high fantasy version it gets to do both depending mm-hmm. on how you're feeling and also Genshin Impact is a lovely little like cozy game for a lot of it. And then you get mm-hmm. some higher peaks. So you kind of get to choose your own feeling on those, which I think is a very high vibe situation. Yeah. Another good one is Ori, O-R-I. Those are very cozy, um, yeah. very, very cozy uh, games there. I like, uh, this is an older game and it's, I don't even think it's on Switch or anything. I think it's pretty much is only on like PlayStation, um, but it's Dungeon Crashers. Okay. I remember Dungeon Crashers. Yes. Yeah. Very cozy, very fun. Um, not a lot of story, but you get a little pet that follows you around and does certain magical things. And it's just really colorful and relaxed too. So that one's a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just that kind of energy. If anyone here can relate to any of those things, like it's that sort of, you could cook in the game. <laughs> you, know, you can just, you can just chill. And there's a lot of different options for that. Um, yeah. out there so on the cozy magic stuff too um krista and i believe very heavily in the fact that entertainment and what we absorb is really helpful to not only develop your psychic and spiritual abilities but to heal in a lot of ways um, but there's ways that you can leverage that and we've obviously recommended already even on just the, this particular podcast um different media you can consume different entertainment you can consume but the I always want to apply like exercises to it so that you can actually apply it to your life more concretely because that is huge. And when I say exercises, I don't necessarily mean like, okay, now you need to do this whole worksheet about this. But no, if you read a profound sentence and you think about it for a while afterwards of how that applies to your life, that is in and of itself an exercise that you're doing in your spiritual growth and development. Um, If you play a game and in the game, you can do different things that are spiritual or magical or beautiful. How can you do those things in your day-to-day life? Like literally taking it and being like, okay, well, if the world is actually magic and we've made it hard, how could I make it magic again? What can I do from this game? What element of this game can I bring into my day-to-day life? The quickness that this shifts your vibration and makes you feel better, I can't even fully communicate because it is so... Mm it's so impactful and so immediate on such a deep level. And on another note, it's when you find yourself in something that feels hard, you can Mm -hmm. ask yourself, where is the magic in this? Because there is magic in it. There's something going on. And if there isn't, then there's a way to bring out the magic in it. And, you know, two cozy magic things that I do every day, just off the bat. And I don't even think about it. um, Mm -hmm. Cooking, baking, even just assembling a meal is magic. It's alchemy, you guys. Well, and you know, in a sense, it's alchemy, bringing things yeah. together to make. You're not trying form. to turn your food to gold. No. That's not what we're doing. Uh. Wouldn't that be neat? Um, but when you're creating something, knowing that this ingredient 
helps with this. And I'm putting that into my space and into my energy. This ingredient helps with this. You're concocting something that is going to do your energy and your body good. So that is a very cozy magic. And then you're kind of appreciating the, the spirits of those things that go into it as well. You know, everything as Emily has brought up and I totally agree with everything is inspirited and has a consciousness to it. And one energy can become part of another energy and it's not like you're killing it or anything. So don't feel bad if you're using herbs and then you eat them and they have like a spirit to them. They are speaking through you and that transmutes more than anything. Another really great technique that I do literally every morning. First thing I do when I'm done with like my morning routine and all of the things that I do on that space is I come upstairs, I go into my little sanctuary space. I pull a card that I need for that day, whatever it is, just like, let me know what I need. I look at it and meditate on it, write down what it means, write down what I think it could contribute to, and then give myself a little affirmation. That is my little guidepost for the day. And it, even today, just three times, something has come up and it's like, yes, but I saw this coming that in tandem with my transits, I'm like fully prepared to embrace whatever comes for me, even if it's not, um, even if it's not something that can be anticipated. And I say for me, not like it's coming for me, but coming for me to receive. Gift. Very yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. I speak intentions into my water bottle and it's sim- as simple as saying is like, I am strong. I am brave. I am magical today. Like that simple thing. Like you can program the energy of that so intensely. And with your tea or with your coffee, you it cotton. Water is a magical thing. We are made of water. Water also in one droplet of water, there's a terabyte of memory. It's been proven scientifically. And like that is mind blowing in and of itself. They don't know how to take advantage of it yet, which is good. Um, (laughs) But we can, and we can talk to it and do that. And there is people who have dedicated their entire life of understanding the spiritual components of water and how to navigate those and, and make those important to us. But water is a charged activated substance. The more you charge it, the more benefit you're going to get. And you're literally going to absorb the energy that you speak into it, into your physical being, mm-hmm. which is mind blowing and so neat. And you can do that so simply. It doesn't require a lot of energy and effort and it can feel really cozy. If you literally just want your life to feel more magical, just like over your water bottle, your emotional support water bottle, as many of us have, I know I do, um, just speak into it like magic, 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 and then just drink. Mm-hmm. You'll get some, it's magical. Yeah. It's that simple and that easy to, to do these things that incorporate more of making your life a fantasy mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, of a realistic fiction. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah i do want to recommend also like shows or movies or things you can watch and we've talked on this before um and what would be good exercises to do post watching those so that you can incorporate some of that fun kind of fantasy elements if you're needing disassociation and magic this is where we're at and everyone is kind of needing that we're reaching this point where the news has become such a a tire fire that like it's just bombarding us on a day-to-day basis. And that in and of itself is overwhelming. And the, the problem with it is in today's society, disconnecting from that is nearly impossible because you never know, like, even if you put your phone down, you didn't watch television, whatever, your neighbor's going to come over and talk to you about it. Like, it's just, it's something you can't necessarily shut out at this point. It's going to get its ways in, which is in ways good. We want to be informed about the world, but it's also leading to a severe burnout, especially in a magical spiritual sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. And one, one easy way to think about it is I actually wrote this in that writing the high vibe heroes journey. Mm -hmm. You can tell 
which books or which TV shows or which forms of entertainment are the most high vibe because they have the fandoms that do fan art. They have the uh-huh. fandoms that do fan fiction. They have these people who are like, I need to live in this more this world more than it's actually given me, not uh-huh. because it didn't give me enough, but because my mind is still expanding with it. So uh-huh. if you find things, like if you notice when you're on Instagram or Pinterest or whatever, and like all of this fan fiction is popping up and it's very appealing to you, that's probably something that you would enjoy as well. I find video games and books and TV shows like this all the time. And uh-huh. I'm never disappointed because I really just, go towards those things. And it's not childish. It's no. light. It's light. Mm-hmm. It's expansive. It's high energy. And it it's rest in an energy. Also, if something feels childish, it's probably high vibration because yeah. we've been programmed to believe that being childish and childlike is a negative thing. When it is not, that is when we are the most free and aligned and et cetera. Which is With so counterintuitive. Yeah. Right. Because even the Bible says you should be like the little children. Okay, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna watch My Little Pony. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't love stop my me. <laughs> that is one of my favorite like decompression yeah. shows. The kids mm-hmm. get annoyed with me. My children get annoyed with me because I'm like, let's watch My Little Pony, and they're like, yep. we don't want to, Mom. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> like, we're, that's what we're watching today. Yeah. Um, because it's such a good decompression show. There's so much magic there. The friendship thing for sure. Um, and because in situations, I don't know if you've experienced this too, but you have those tropey situations where when uh the stage is set for them, I sit there and I'm like, please don't put me through this. Please don't do the typical Uh thing. I don't have, I don't want to feel this. I get secondhand embarrassment for movies and things so much. And then Uh you get things like my little pony or high vibe things where they take that situation and then handle it in an emotionally mature way. And I could cry. I get so happy. There's a lot of anime that are, that are you know, doing that now. There's a lot of yeah. shows that are like, hey, let's communicate in a nice way. Let's not get mad and like shut someone out and ditch them and make 20 minutes of unnecessary parts of this movie where they're sad about it. Let's handle yeah. something together and come together over something. Or if we have a grievance, let's work through it rather than get angry and blow up at each other. My gosh, like it just, yeah. it's so healing. To be able to mm-hmm. watch someone handle something and just to know that I'm not the only one who wishes things were like that. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I, I have comfort animes for that reason exclusively. Mm-hmm. Um, one that comes to mind immediately is that time I got reincarnated as a slime. It does it's every fantasy list. trope, but at the end of every episode, you feel good. You're never left hanging. Not a single time is something unresolved at the end of it where you're like, oh no, like I, you are happy. You feel good without the outcome of everything keeps getting better. Period. It's just magical and wonderful. And it's written so well um, in that space. Like genuinely, I love it so deeply. Um, Yeah. Because of that exact thing. It's like, let's take all of these tropes where you're like, oh, this bad thing's going to happen. I've seen it and I don't want Mm. it to happen. And then it's like, guess what? it doesn't you're like oh okay there's a there's like a door number two that you can take yay Mm -hmm. make it simple we've been watching one piece which i know it's a thousand episode show um it is the best work of fiction i have ever witnessed the writing is absolutely mind-blowingly incredible and i cannot stress enough how magnificent this piece of work is there is nothing that even compares. I've never seen it in book world. The only person I think that could maybe do something in fantasy as good as what Oda has done in One Piece would be Brandon Sanderson. And he hasn't done it yet to mm-hmm. give you perspective of how well done this is. 
I know it's a long time investment, so I'm not saying that you have to do it, but it's really casual to watch and it's very healing. And so if you're like, I don't mind a long commitment and you really want to get into that kind of energy, it's so incredibly high vibration. Um, I cannot, I cannot say it enough. It's magnificent. (laughs) It really is. It's a long commitment though. And I'm going to honor that. But like, if you want something that's just casual, it's kind of fun to watch. You're like, how do I get into this? It's really, really good. Yeah. Another one is um, Avatar The Last Airbender in particular. Mm -hmm. Legend of Korra is good, but that gets very much into the world rather than the characters. So it's a little bit less cozy. Um, Mm -hmm. The Dragon Prince is another good one by similar, uh, by one of the same creators. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you just have It's really good. Yeah. It's a kid's show, like very much a kid's show, but it is so good. It's so cute. (laughs) It's a British fantasy about a world with trolls. I mean, how can you go that are made of rocks and it's so cute. And there's giants and woodmen and magical crows and someone who controls the weather. Like it's just cute things. Yeah. I even enjoyed, um, there's troll hunters that you can watch Mm -hmm. on Netflix. And then there's some, um, series alongside it that they all kind of wind together. Boy, Mm -hmm. did I have fun going through all of those at first. The animation didn't sell me because I'm, I'm an aesthetic kind of person, but once I got into the story a little bit, it was like, okay, I'm not as bothered. And I think the, the animation improved a little bit too. Also, there's a how to train your dragon show that is actually canon for the Mm -hmm. how to train your dragon universe. And it's wonderful. It's wonderful. I love that one too. Um, so at the end of watching all of these, <laughs> even if you watch just one episode, um, think about the most magical element of whatever that episode was. What just came off as the most magical thing to you? And that doesn't necessarily have to be the magic. And I always want to put that in perspective because people are like, okay, well, you know, she levitated this thing or they, they cast this thing or there was the, the you know, he stretched super big or whatever it is. <laughs> Um, that's not what we're talking about. If the magical, most magical element was the fact that this character forgave that character without a second thought, wonderful. It's whatever feels the most magical and impactful for you from that episode or from that film. And just sit there and sit with it for a second because that's the stuff that you can actually find ways to apply to your everyday life. And I do recommend doing channeled writing in this space. If you can sit down and you can take a second and just let yourself word vomit on the page of how you can even start right at the question at the top of like, how could I apply this insert magical element here to my day-to-day life? And then just like, let yourself go free with it. You'll be astonished with how creative you get with it. It's also going to be really fun and motivating because you're going to be excited about the fact that you figured out this problem basically, or this puzzle that you can now solve and you have the solution right there. And it's going to make you feel more connected and it's going to help you feel more magical. And it's, that is the biggest tool to get insight on how to grow. I it's mind-blowing and yet so simple at the same time. Yeah. And it's important to do your cozy magic routine or rhythm uh-huh. or whatever, because the rest of the world hasn't caught on with this yet. Mm-hmm. So you're going to go out in the world and it's going to be like, why can't we all just get along? And you might be able to be the one who makes that difference in those situations where you create a space for things to go well, because you've seen how it works, you know what it feels like, and now you can create the anchor for it in the real world. However, you're still going to need to recover. Just like when you go for a run, you need to come back and sit down for a while. So it's okay that you need to recover from being out in the world where you've been doing some good work and doing some transformative work with the environment that you're in. That's fine. And it's great. And give yourself credit for that and reward yourself with the cozy part of knowing that like, this is what's really real is this cozy space. And now you can carry that out with you because it's, it's training at the same time. Just don't let it feel exhausting. <laughs> 
It's what it is, though. It is. It's training. It's basically at the core of it. Mm -hmm. That's what you're doing. You're figuring it out. And that's good. That's the whole goal. Processing. You know, one Mm -hmm. of the things that too many healers have in common is that we have trauma. (laughs) And so we have to allow ourselves to process these feelings that are not fun to feel. And the, the whole thing about high vibe fiction or high vibe storytelling that we really talk about with our clients and just in the spaces that we like to, um, that we like to talk about even on TikTok is that high vibe aspect helps you to have an analog of processing those feelings in a safe way. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a situation similar enough, but not to the point of triggering that helps you understand and reframe something. So it really does become almost its own belief work. Yeah. Another way of really doing powerful, cozy magic, um, draw, Mm. even if you're not good at it, even if it's just, you're editing a bunch of images together, but you have to like erase this here, move it. Like that is the same energy as drawing. If it's creating a, a fantasy cover for something or anything like that, that kind of element, if you're just building stuff on Canva, it's that energy of putting it together with intention. And it's a really cozy, magical thing to do. Um, if, even if you're just drawing a little stick figure on your little notepad or whatever, and you know that the stick figure represents something that is in itself, like kind of sigil work, Mm -hmm. but it's also incorporating like really magical elements, um, in a visual representation of something. And there's something so deeply concrete about doing that. Even if it's just a mindless doodle, if you ever notice that when you're in like high school or whatever, if you doodled on the edges of your pages, because that made you feel you know, more relaxed or whatever, or bored if you were bored and that's what you had to do, use that energy, but this time with intention. Mm-hmm. It's another really cozy form. Um, especially if you have a specific thing you're working towards, draw a picture for it. I know that sounds odd a lot of times. You're like, what do you mean? Draw me having it? No, it could literally be like a picture of a sunflower, but you know, this represents you getting a new house doesn't matter um manifestation wise you know or if you're working on expanding your psychic abilities or if there's something that you're healing that you can't seem to heal through just draw a picture that represents you healed just put it in an image doesn't have to be good you never have to show anyone but don't judge yourself just let it flow out even if it's just a swirly whirly twirly whirly melty thing that's fine like it doesn't have to be an actual image it's just you making something that looks and feels cool with the intention that it represents something mm-hmm And you can do the same thing with a word that feels right or a song that feels right. Just Mm -hmm. playing this song whenever you want to feel that this is possible. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a bajillion things that you can do, even singing, just singing Mm -hmm. gibberish or any tune that comes to mind and just letting it out. You wouldn't believe what that does for you. And Mm -hmm. it's just fun to walk. I, I will literally just walk around my house when I have it to myself and just sing random stuff. And it feels great. Find the place that echoes the best in your house, which is usually a bathroom and just let it out. It's so nice. Mm -hmm. I agree with that fully. Um, I sing my kids to sleep every night. So Mm -hmm. like they get a song before bed. So that's always like my singing time, um, which is always super fun because I get to ask them like, what do you want to hear? What song? Because we don't have a specific like bedtime song and they get to pick and it's just whatever random thing because that's what they need to do too. And they'll sing along with me and it's like a healing releasing thing. So uh, yeah, singing in the car, whatever it is. Also on the drawing thing too, um, one way it's like in a lot of witchcraft kind of practices is you write out the sentence of what you want and then you take all the letters and combine them into one image. That's a very simple way to draw something that's charged with the energy of that word. Mm-hmm. Um, 
create a symbol with it. You can put it under your pillow. This is a weird way of putting it, but it's like literally put it under your pillow and absorb that energy of it as you sleep or put it next to your bed. Um, and it's going to make a lot of really magical stuff happen very simply. Um, I also cannot stress enough doing simple little things like organizing a little space or mm-hmm. making a little tiny altar thing or going outside and like making a little fairy garden, anything like that is so magical and so cozy. And it's just like that nesting feeling. And that is going to make you feel more confident, safe, and comfortable, which is going to make everything around you more safe and comfortable and more magical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so funny throughout my entire life. Anytime I have moved somewhere or even like gone to camp for a couple of days, my favorite part was like, let me get to my room and unpack my stuff. Cause that, and I'm a Taurus, I get it. Taurus son, loves to be able to just nest in my own little space. But like, even if it was just my sleeping bag and setting up a stuffy on it, that is such an anchoring, nice reset that if you can just go and like set up a little space and then move into something else, even if it's just your one space of sanity in the entire house, (laughs) have that little space, have that little corner. That's just your little thing. And that's all you have to look at is this nice, whatever kind of organization or organized chaos appeals to you. It's your vibe. It's so funny. I'm, I'm a Libra rising. Don't care about any of that. Like I just, I'm a maximalist. There's chaos everywhere. And I love that. It's how I thrive. Like if I go to a hotel room and I have a bag or a thing and I don't unpack it at all, it's just going to become a volcano of clothing in the matter of uh, an hour or two. And there we are. (laughs) Just it for me. Um, but that's my comfort too. So like I acknowledge and accept that wholly where my sweet darling husband is the most organized person when it comes to like packing things and like taking stuff out and his bag's always nicely folded. And I'm like, I don't know where my socks are. I'll just take everything out and back in and that kind of energy, but that's okay too. Um, yeah. I honor that with intention because I know that this is how I feel most comfortable. If I have to keep everything in order, I'm not going to feel most comfortable mm-hmm. or settle or nest in. Like it doesn't work for me for some reason. Um, making little gardens and stuff around the house, that sort of thing. Totally fine. I'm good with that. Grabbing crystals and putting them on shelves. My bookshelves are fun. Like I love my bookshelves because <laughs> they look aesthetically pleasing to me, which mm. is quote for chaos, but that's yeah. okay. <laughs> well, and even just going in and redecorating a space or rearranging a space mm-hmm. to, to shake up the energy in there and loosen it up is a totally I've been a thing. huge push to clean the energy of my house. And I think oh, a yeah. lot of people have like, let's flare. Yeah. Mercury came into Virgo. I said to my husband last week, just watch Mercury's coming into Virgo soon or this week. And then the sun will be there a little bit later. You're going to start seeing pumpkin spice lattes. You're going to start seeing fall and like clockwork, people are like, oh, it's time to get to the cozy segment because Virgo is now activated. Mercury is not only domicile, but exalted in Virgo. So it's very Virgoan and Virgo likes to be organized, but it's also mutable. So it's this really cool blend of earth, the organization, but mutability of being able to keep things different and shake them up. Mutable, another word is movable. So mm-hmm. something that is very flexible. So Virgo is like, if my Taurus sun met your Libra rising, <laughs> that's what you'd have. The earth mixed with the, the qualities of mutability, even though Libra is cardinal. I know that you guys, but it's that air aspect coming in. Yeah. Yep. That's how it feels for sure. I like, huh. And it's not like I need to clean my house. I need to clean the energy. I need to clear things. I need to move, move the energy. And I will always say like, if someone's feeling stagnant, when was the last time you moved a feature piece of furniture in a room or opened a window? Mm -hmm. Like if you're feeling stagnant, what can you move? Mm -hmm. Like physically move in your space. 
please move something. Even if it's just moving your jewelry box from one side of your dresser to the other side of your dresser and just switching up, like move something physically. If you're feeling stagnant, Mm -hmm. it helps so, 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 so much. Yeah. I I can rearrange anything in your house. Yes, you can. You can rearrange something, something in your house can rearrange, redo, redo your mantle. Like it doesn't have to be huge Mm -hmm. at all. We redo our living room a lot. Like every time you come here, I feel like we have a different setup Mm -hmm. for the living room. (laughs) Correct. And I'm, I'm there every four months and it's yeah. different. <laughs> it's not like it's a long time in between. Um, but yes, you're correct. Every time I go, I'm like, Oh, this is new. Oh, your computers are here now. <laughs> uh, but I love it. Um, another really cool way. And I just want to highlight this really quickly. Um, cosplaying is a, such a powerful, magical thing to do. Even if you're like, I'm going to put on a beautiful dress today and a crown and walk around my house and I'm going to feel like that is such a magical action to do Um, or cosplaying a favorite character, you know, building something that is connected to them or even just buying a shirt that is the same as theirs and just wearing. There's just deep magic in that energy. Mm -hmm. And I do want to say it's different than like Halloween costume. Oh, yeah it's intentional like it's you wouldn't wear a halloween costume to a con you would wear a cosplay to a con and that's the energy it's like a crafting of this intentionally to feel like that character Mm -hmm. to feel like that person to feel like you're going to a ren fair that's the energy you're calling it yeah it's the embodiment of whatever feeling that character gives you and your Mm -hmm. permission to step into that as well. Like the other day, Mm -hmm. Emily knows this because I sent a picture, but um, my book scones and crown scone came in and I already had my crown. And so I had to try the dress on and it's like this cool crop piece with a long thing. And I might wear a blazer with it. And so I had to try it on. And then I got the crown because it fit. And I was really excited about that. And I put the crown on and I, it's a swishy skirt which is always fun. And then I had to run because it's got a little bit of a train. So you have to run and let the train flop behind you, obviously. Mm -hmm. And it was just, you look at yourself in the mirror and say, how powerful do I feel in this Scorpio Mm -hmm. stuff all over the place? So I like the feeling of being empowered. Um, And so it was like, how empowered does this make me feel? And is there jewelry I want to add to it? Is there something else I want to add to it? And you can do this with your daily outfit as well. Jewelry can be a part of your like, Um, you say this like Disney bounding, right? It's just going out in normal clothes that are kind of like cosplay. How can you bound in your normal, normal life to be able to Mm -hmm. feel what you want to feel? Yeah. A while ago, I was like, I want to dress every day like a hobbit. So here I am. Mm -hmm. Like if Gandalf were to come through my door and be like, let's go on an adventure. I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'm ready. Let me grab my hip sack and here we go. Pockets, We're good. Uh Um, And that's a a very simple switch to make. You can even do it with your current wardrobe and just be like, oh, how can I layer this? Or how can I move this to here? What can, oh, I haven't worn that dress in a while. I'm going to wear it today. Why? Because I'm going to be too fancy when I go to the grocery store. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Those like energy things that make you feel good. Or I'm going to go sit in a park and read a book dressed as this because I want to. I want a little kid to walk by and point and be like, look, a fairy. Like, Yes. That's perfect. (laughs) My favorite thing about working at Disney was my days off. I would go to the parks just in normal wear, but I would, Mm -hmm. I would be standing outside waiting for my friends and little kids would walk by and be like, is that one of the princesses? And I'd be like, you darn right. It is (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. I had longer hair at the time and like swoopy bangs. And, and the fact that a kid in a magical space saw me and thought that's part of the magic. They're part of the magic. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I mean, yes, I am happy to be part of magic, even on my day off. That was fantastic. My last little tip too. And I love that because that's totally correlates (laughs) to what I was going to say. 
if you're having a day where you're struggling to see any sort of magic, look small. Look at the small yeah. things. It brings the magic back so intensely. Mm-hmm. You know, is there a little, do you find a little stone that looks like a heart or is, do the cracks in the sidewalk form a picture? Um, is there a ladybug doing something? Did you, you know, if the sunlight comes to your window, do you, the dust particles sparkle? Like just little tiny things like that. And you're going to be like, oh, right. There's magic. That's right. And mm-hmm. it just reminds you. So if you're having one of those days, just look small, just look as small as you can. And you'll see stuff that just contributes to the magical stuff in your life. And, you know, another thing that you can do is just lay down and start visualizing mm-hmm. and, you know, let yourself wander, let your imagination run wild, or you can take like a really fun little workshop with an amazing, uh, TikTok person that you probably already follow. I'm going to throw this one over. To oh, I forgot. I forgot. I was going to plug that. Yeah. Um, thank you. So I'm going to start hosting workshops, um, individual workshops with me. It's a learn from me opportunity. And it's definitely each one of them is a very, very niche. The first one I'm doing is on past lives. So if you've ever been interested in learning how to channel past lives, tune into past lives um, and any information about past lives, they're very small batch, which means that at most I'll have 15 tickets available for these. They're very, very small work with me. Um, It's a basically an hour long workshop workshop with a 30 minute plus Q&A session um, directly with me in that small group. You'll also get a recording of it, but they're for people who want to go deeper. They're for people who want to go to the next level. And like I said, I'm probably never going to repeat topics, or if I do, it's going to be very few and far between. Um, but I will, I'm trying to do one maybe once a month, maybe once every couple months. Um, that is very specific, very niche, very more in depth. So like I have some coming up that's going to be like astral projection and, um, you know, uh, ch- like actual mediumship stuff, like, kind of mediumship 102, right? <laughs> People who already understand their channeling and kind of going from there. Um, but this is, yeah, it's it's not necessarily beginning level stuff. It's kind of like intermediate level stuff or for people who are, who if you are starting, you want to go really deep right away. That's how you lean. This is what it's for. So <clears throat> tickets and stuff for are going to go on sale for that. Probably by the time this airs, they'll be on sale. So check those out. Also check out, um, you know, my, my TikTok or social media for more information um, in those spaces. But yeah. Um, I'm going to start doing those because I want to talk about more magical stuff in a more in-depth way. And currently I don't do that so much. Um, and I want to offer educational spaces. I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. I feel like these are really great, um, progress progressions from your courses that you do. Like the, yeah. the actual, the something, your magic mastering your magic course, I think was, is what it's called, but you have those two courses and they're really great and they create an amazing foundation. And then these are like, what's sparking your interest and how can I help you with it? I think that's so cool. So very cozy yeah. magic working with mm-hmm. Emily. And you know, it's basically, it's also a growth from the reading space too. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily, I'm not doing readings in these. It's more like, how can you develop your yeah. abilities? How can you, it's a teach a man to fish yeah. sort of energy with it, um, with my developing your spiritual literacy, (laughs) right. Which my, with my unique development methods, which are very different than anyone, anyone's out Mm -hmm. there. I've done a lot of reading and research on a lot of other methods of doing stuff and kind of incorporated and tried them out. And this is what I've kind of developed. So it's a lot of education components in that space as well. Mm -hmm. So thank you for wanting me to plug that Krista. I really appreciate that. You deserve it. Um, yeah, thank you. And thank you all of you for listening. Um, is there any major astrology thing you want to talk over in just our last minute here? Um, Leo is, uh, Venus is ingressing into Leo. And the sun is opposing Saturn. 
Um, there's more details on that in my monthly astrology overview, which is a lot shorter now and comes with a free PDF that you can download. Mm -hmm. So anything that you want to hear about that, check that out. And also these I will be covering as they happen on my TikTok in the skits with the explanations. So, um, Venus coming into Leo is pretty funny this week. So I kind of recommend it. Um, but yeah, that's, I think we're all set. It's a, it's a quieter week a little bit. Good. Yeah. We can use it. It's a those. cozy week it's for cozy magic. cozy magic. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope that you take all of our advice and that you go make go some magic. magic. I, I, don't oh, know I didn't start on two. two. I didn't. Okay. I Should we do it again? We're going to do it again. <laughs> yeah, We're going to yeah, do it again. We figured this out. Okay. Ready? Like One. Two. Go make some magic. Go make some magic. <laughs>